Hello and welcome to another episode of The Point Forward. We are recording fresh off the ending of Game 5. The Warriors are the NBA 2016-2017 season finals champions. And, uh, you know, they were the better team. And as always, we wanted to get a fresh off the game reaction from uh, my co-host pj as well as myself pj what's going on man where'd you watch the game Cavs and nine Cavs and nine <laughs> i've only i watched at home I, I changed a lot of a lot of seat positions and a lot of pacing uh and the lamest of the outcomes happened the warriors winning in five We we couldn't get the sweep. We couldn't get the sixteen and zero. Instead, we got the very disappointing four one series victory. So, uh, there's that. I mean, the Warriors were excellent. Uh, there was uh, the Warriors warriored, and uh, the Cavs just didn't need the Cavs needed Game Four Cavs to show up in this game. Uh, so that was uh, <laughs> a little felt fell a little short. Jr. did not turn into the prophet that uh, yeah it was. I was uh, hoping he could be. Yeah, it was. You know, I don't necessarily agree on the. Uh, it's like, I was rooting for it not to be a sweep. I just didn't want LeBron to. Uh, I mean, I didn't think that they were going to get swept. I had a good. I, you know, I felt like they were going to battle in Game Four, and they did. But then tonight. Going at Oracle, that's a tough place to play. Warriors play a lot better there. And they just, uh, KD was unstoppable. Got him going early. Got some good looks. Got some easy looks. Steph had a good game. He passed really well. Hit a couple big threes. Iguodala was like the, I mean, he just got a ton of easy buckets. Hit a couple big threes. And the Cavs just couldn't get stops, man. I mean, LeBron did his thing. You know, he finished with over 40 points, uh, and he finished with over a triple-double this series. He was unbelievable. Uh, just not enough Kyrie tonight, and K-Love, man, where were you at? Yeah. Was, uh, um, not a good showing from him, and not uh, that's just going to fuel the media fire that has already started, because uh, uh, you're going to hear a lot of K- trade K-Love chatter these next couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, Caleb's game tonight was not great. I kind of equated it to the – his game tonight was essentially like if you got caught uh, Xeroxing your bare ass on uh, your company copy or the uh, morning before your job performance review. Um, <laughs> not, a, not a great uh, display That's there by Caleb. Uh, and he poorly was, timed. He, uh, and, and Tristan – on the other hand, was kind of the the kiss hat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he saved his best yeah, for so, last. So we, yeah, we got to talk about that too. But it, you know, in all seriousness, Tristan was really good tonight. I mean, he had some bad. It, it with him, it was like I thought it was just one of those things where it was. At least he was involved. Like he was making some bad plays in the first. Like he had some bonehead stuff, but he was like just being involved, and you knew he was on the court, which was a step up from him just being like the fifth body on the court for the Cavs for the first four games for the most part 
Right, yeah. I mean, he, he still wasn't his having the same impact he had last year with his rebounding, but he was being aggressive offensively early, and you saw in games one and game two he was so passive that the the cat or the Warriors could just play four on five, and the Cavs couldn't really get Tristan on the floor because of it. So I mean, he he did I think what he could do, all what all, what you want, what you'd expect out of him in a game like this. But uh, you know, you needed it. You needed a monster game from a Ky- from Kyrie and and Love to do something. And Kyrie, I'm not putting blame on him. I know Kyrie didn't have a bad game, but especially down the stretch, he was just I think he's a little banged up. You know, he got hit. Uh, I think it was by KD earlier in the game, and yeah. I think he was really tight on his quad. Uh, and I know he's having some back issues as well. So who, who knows, yeah, I, you know, what he was, how he was doing. But, I mean, everyone's banged up. No excuses there. He just didn't have a great game. And uh, Free throws and defense. Yeah, I, That's why the Cavs couldn't get this one. They just couldn't get I stops. Think, uh, Kudos to them for coming back def- in the third, though. Like, they, they did a great job at weathering the storm because when they were down 16 – when they were down 61 45 uh when the smooch happened uh it was not looking good yeah i mean i i think uh i think yeah Kyrie's definitely was pretty banged up um but it was also too yeah i definitely think you know with the the calves it wasn't just they were tired they were lebron had no legs there um at the end still i mean quite the quite the performance from him uh him to end the end the series but it was uh wasn't enough i mean we needed we were saying you know before we needed someone else to go along with them and uh you know Kyrie still had end, end up with 26 and 6 jr was excellent tonight jr was unbelievable the last two games and yeah, he had seven threes tonight um but you look at the the bench of the Cavs and they scored seven points uh so that uh it's not not much there no nothing nothing there at all meanwhile you know the Warriors on the other end they had 20 from Iggy off the bench um he was you know definitely his best game of the series um no question so it's like I mean the Cavs I mean, they they shot. They were shooting sixty percent from the field in the first half. And they were still down eight. I just like. I mean, the Warriors and too much uh, for them. And I think some of the Cavs' def- lack of, of uh, defense at certain parts of of the entire series was just pretty evident. Um, and the Warriors took advantage of. They couldn't. Yeah, I mean. The Warriors position themselves to make the Cavs have to play almost perfect to have a chance. Um, and the Cavs' only win they could get was when they shot made 24 threes and the Warriors couldn't get a run. Because like, what the Warriors did kind of in that second quarter almost, uh, or, well, you know, I guess the third, yeah. Starting in the third quarter, it was like the run they went on that's what I was like looking for them to get in that game three on Friday, or I mean game four on Friday. Like they never had that that crazy Golden State run in in 
in game four, and they, I guess they yeah, evidently saved it for for tonight because they had about two of them, two three of them, where they I mean they just went on these crazy runs and just it was just overwhelming and you could just see the Cavs sink and you know to their credit they push back but you know the energy you're gonna use and especially when you're able to get these you know with the, with the the entire story I think with the series is like the the Warriors being able to maintain these 10 12 point leads and if the Cavs did get within three or four you know they just used up so much energy that it was like to actually get a lead and hold it, they just didn't have the pieces. They didn't have anything to to really go off of. And I thought the Cavs bench was going to be you know, more to their advantage, but uh, then again, Dan Williams turned into a big ball of trash for this entire series. And Iman he actually shoot. he actually had his best game tonight, and that's not saying a lot. But then Darren Williams. For- yeah, his best game was tonight, I think. I mean, he actually, I mean, not didn't say he played I mean, well. I'm just saying he's been, he had a very bad series. Uh, and if you look at this team, still um, turn. you know, in the regular season, this works because you can have LeBron just facilitate and against most teams, put a bunch of shooters around him, you're going to get wins. Uh, but when you play the Warriors and they're just their top three defensive team in the NBA, they're smart. They can rest their stars throughout the game, so they're better rested. You just looked at LeBron, especially in the end of the second quarter, and he's just he couldn't. Those he had Iguodala had a couple dunks that he was just coming down the lane, and LeBron could have rotated over, but it was almost as if he's like, "Well, I need to conserve my energy here. I can't do this. Like I, I have, I've got to just take. I've got to conserve my energy somewhere, and I can't. I just can't play that level of defense and." do what I need to do offensively and then um they just had a ton of trouble running like defending that high pick and roll because they ran, ran a ton with Katie ran a ton with Steph ran a ton with Draymond and then one they would they'd get a little space hit a cutter and then they're playing two-on-one basketball heading to the rim and that's where you saw a couple of really easy KD and a really easy uh Iggy, Iggy dunks towards the end of the game especially in the fourth quarter uh the Cavs had just gotten tired again they just couldn't do it and uh it's it's too bad um but it was it was great to see the Cavs compete and get a win uh and it was great to they, they played really competitively tonight it was a really great game tonight um and kudos to the Warriors Kevin Durant deserves a ton of credit and it's cool to see him celebrating with his mom uh, yeah, like he's he's a, he's a guy that you want to root for, and he was unbelievable. Like, regardless of how you feel about his whole decision to go to the Warriors, the guy was a monster in the finals. He had thirty plus points every game. I don't think he, other than his loss the other night, where I think he went something like nine of twenty shooting, nine of twenty-two shooting. He was, I mean, shooting sixty, seventy percent every game. I mean, mm-hmm. hitting clutch threes every time. Every time the Cavs are cutting into eight points, big big KD three, uh, and he's yeah. just uh, the best he, player. You know, him got, and LeBron were going back and forth with best player, and KD came out on top. Yeah, and KD just yep, officially is the your Finals MVP. Uh, sure so is. He's the real MVP. So uh, I think the uh, I'm sure Russell's thrilled to see that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for NBA awards ceremony here in a few weeks. See what happens there. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, for as far as it, everything goes, um, you know, Katie was, uh, was the kind of guy that, uh, yeah, got a lot of, got a lot of shit all year for his decision. Um, in my opinion, I'm sure we'll, we're going to get into this at a later time. We don't need to spend all night talking about it, but in my opinion, at least, I mean, he's the best player for sure in this series. Um, and forgetting all the shit for his decision. Um, I think the fact that he came into this finals and was the best player on the team went 16-1. I mean, I, I think that says, says a lot about him. Um, it speaks to him as a player. And um, it was really impressed with him. And I think this is, um, yeah, he got his one. Now it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, for him it's about, you know, he's in the same level as LeBron where it's, They've achieved, achieved everything they can individually. It's it's now about accumulating as many championships as, as possible. And I, I don't think there's going to be anyone in the NBA world that's going to be able to argue that the situation he's in right now is not his best best scenario to accumulate as many of those championships as as possible. Um, so I, uh, I definitely think he was obviously the clear-cut difference um, when you compare this finals to last. He, uh, as you kind of said, Ultron, well, I was kind of saying too, it's, yeah, anytime the Cavs got close, like, Katie was the one that had that dagger, kind of had that quick answer, um, which is, uh, yeah, it was uh, a really overall, yeah, I'm just impressive. Impressive finals performance for a guy that uh, has done a lot. So probably the best score in the league right now, and uh, but he 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 filled so many gaps for this team and on both ends as well, and they were able to just overall that I mean he was able to I think let Draymond do focus more on on his his strengths, but um him and the ability for him and and you know Clay was obviously a real impact player on defense as well. Finally, he got going, and that was kind of, for me, where things got... The chances for the Cavs looked bleak is the fact that Clay started hitting shots and from game two on, and um, the ability for Steph and, and Katie to figure it out. I mean, that's that's partly what we... We have a regular season, and, and through that, they were able to figure out a way to play together, work well off of one another, Um in that that kind of prep, you you saw it this entire playoffs, but uh, I think the yeah impact that KD had was definitely um, a really impressive impressive thing to look back at, and I think um, it's for right now in the moment, it's I think it's gonna be a start of a a, a pretty solid run for them, and it's something that when you look back twenty years or so, it's we're gonna be. His impact on this, I think, is going to be the one th- one of those things that sticks out when you talk about the Warriors, um, Warriors run here, right? And you know, before we move on to, I'd like to talk a little off season stuff here, uh, and I, we're going to have a ton of that talk coming up because hey, I was thinking today, 
we're not that far away from NBA draft is, is two weeks away. Our NBA NBA draft is ten days away. NBA awards two weeks away, and then you know July first is when it all starts going down and free agency. You know the m- m- moratorium begins, but nothing could technically be signed until I think July sixth or seventh. But you know that's when everyone will start agreeing to everything. So it's gonna come fast and furious here, and we don't have much dead time, which is great if you're an NBA fan. But uh, what a great season! I mean, I'm bummed it's over, but offseason's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, for our teams, too, like, Bulls have got to figure out, well, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like reports out of Chicago or that D. Wade is thinking, looking like he's probably going to come back, but... Oh, yeah. I mean... They've got some stuff to figure out, and I would like to talk about the Warriors, too, because... Their payroll is going to get pretty hefty here quick, and they have Sean Livingston and Iggy becoming free agents. So, big question mark there is what they're going to do with those two guys. I mean, I uh, I I think what I'm most interested about, though, um, and I think it directly ties into what just just occurred here, but how do how do these GMs of these 29 other teams approach this this offseason and i i think just what the warriors were able to do this year they're able to do in the playoffs i think you're going to see a lot of teams kind of recalculating and going you know wh- what do we have <laughs> you know what what's our realistic you know shot at at things here um and I think a lot of teams have to look them. Look, we're going to be looking in the mirror and being honest with who they are. You know what what they're able to do. Um, you know, the, there's going to be certain teams I think that are definitely going to 100% be sellers, and maybe just you know try to find ways to to reboot and maybe hope in you know, three four years when if you know hope that maybe Clay or or Draymond leaves for a different team. <laughs> And this thing kind of breaks up, but uh, yeah, which I, is I think not you'll... you know not out of the realm of possibility, because at that point they're going to be paying. You know, likely Steph is going to get maxed. KD, it sounds like it's a good chance he takes a bit of a pay cut so that they can Fully sign a few of these other guys. Yep. But there's these guys are still going to be making. Like they're gonna be over fifty million dollars between the two, and probably close to fifty-five. And if that's the case, they're over the cap. Um, and I, for, I, I, I'd have to look into what options they have to pay Sean Livingston and and Iggy. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's gonna be tricky. And then Clay on the books for two more years, Draymond for three, but nineteen twenty 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 one. If you're paying Clay and Draymond. Another twenty-five million a piece. It's your, like the hard cap. Who knows what's going to be at that point? But you're going to be pushing it, I would think. Right. I mean, I think they'd be able to do it. So I mean, with those four, um, yeah. If they if they all want to stay, they'll make it work. Right. I mean, but uh, it'd be. I, I think you know. You look at one the Warriors, what they do. I think the Cavs, and try to see how they possibly attempt to rework this roster with you know 
slim options available to them as far as what they can do. Um, drastic changes, but yeah, that that third focus is then on the rest of this league because there's, as everyone liked to say this year, it was the Cavs and Warriors and everyone else. So, um, how do those everyone else's respond? How are they going to position themselves uh, going forward? Because I don't think this Warriors thing's breaking up anytime soon. Uh, so how do these other teams kind of rework themselves? How do they position themselves to uh, potentially, you know, if you're, you're in the East, how do you position yourself to, one, get past the Cavs, and, and two, um, you know, if you're in that Western Conference, you got to really look and see, you know, what you have, what you're able to, to put together. Um, but I, I do, and I'm really interested in the teams that do choose the the route of just trying to accumulate assets and um, try to maybe position themselves to three, four years, be be more on the ready to, to challenge a, a team that is uh, probably going to go down as one of the all-time greats uh, in what this Warriors team has got set up right now. It certainly appears that way. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this team shakes out and how many how many championships they can win. But uh, some other big things to keep an eye to eye for. So like I said, uh, we got the draft in ten days, so we'll definitely have to do a pod and cover that, Peach, and um, maybe we could do that on draft night or something and and uh, a little live live reaction to all those picks, but. Uh, yeah, that, and we have awards, which I think you and I still have a fight about. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if we. Sh- you said this before. We should. We should have talked about uh, our awards picks. Um, yeah. A while ago, it just doesn't feel right now. But we'll just argue uh, about Katie and LeBron instead. Uh, that's the new and passion. Sure. Uh, but uh, we we can also. I'm looking forward to summer league because I'm sure the Bulls and T Wolves will hopefully get to the championship. And the three v three, three v three, we've got three v three league. To I'll be hot hot covering that. So don't worry, uh, America. I'll have my eyes ears just all over the three v three league. Um, yeah, I think we'll have some some cool stuff coming up this off season. Some uh, probably. S- not as frequent of episodes, but we're gonna get as news breaks. Definitely keep things, keep things rolling. Um, but overall, this was uh, quite the season. I think, uh, yeah, you look. This was the the series it was building up towards. Um, maybe the the whole playoffs as a whole wasn't as exciting as we maybe thought when it started. But I do think, especially, I mean, I thought all five of these games were pretty compelling in different ways. Um, and entertaining. I mean, I know there were the blowouts in the beginning, but I think just the impressiveness of seeing how the Warriors did it was compelling in just its own sense. But then these last three, a little closer games, uh, tensions definitely increased, uh, and it was they were intense and, and um, definitely memorable. I mean, this is a definitely one of those mo- one of the more memorable finals uh, we've had. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you love seeing, you can't always get finals like you did last year. You get to go game seven and right. just all this crazy stuff going on. But, uh, you know, 
LeBron's going to be going for his eighth year in a row next year. Warriors don't seem to have anyone in the West that can play up to them. Although I'll say, I, you know, Spurs win Game One against them and they have a healthy Kawhi. I'm just I'm not. I don't like their odds in a series like that. But if you steal one to start the series off, I think you're in pretty good shape. So you never know with the Spurs. Uh, Clippers seem to be. Uh, you know, not in a not in a great place, and who knows who they're even going to be bringing back. But yeah, right. it's, it's going to be interesting. And like you said, maybe all maybe them winning and how well they're playing is just going to chase all the free agents to head east and and set up shop over there and try to challenge LeBron and aging LeBron. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely be doing a pod here soon and start covering the draft. But uh, I've really enjoyed doing this the podcast over the 2016-2017 season. Look, Full season. Look, looking forward to next year and uh, covering even more NBA action. So, uh, Peach, as always, nice talking to you, man. Uh, please, uh, le- everyone, leave a – if you like what we're doing, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Check us out at thepointforwardnba.com. Uh, and you know we'd love to do a mailbag sometime, so please send send us emails at the point forward the point forward NBA at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we're uh, looking forward to doing another podcast soon. And uh, hey, take it easy, PJ. Yep. <laughs>